Yo, yo, fam, bam, what's up, what's good? I had to do this bonus because I just feel like how am I saying about society and culture? And I just limit it to my Instagram. So those of y'all who may follow my personal page or follow my business page, seen what I had stated from Buffy Purnell or Purcell. I think it's Buffy Purcell. I, My bad, Buffy Purcell. Um, yeah, I might have heard of Buffy briefly because she made a, a quick appearance on Married to Medicine um, a few years back. But when it comes to, you know, political awareness, societal awareness, um, financial awareness, she literally be on her stuff and 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 real as fuck. And I, I'm I'm a little monotone because I'm I'm very much bothered, bothered as hell because, you know what I I think. The only way, and I'm not gonna, try, I'm not trying to sound selfish. Where I feel this is just, it, it's crazy, but it's like thinking about it, if God forbid it were me in the young ages of where um, some of my decisions, I will say, that were made, and I didn't have it availed for a. <laughs> an abortion, I would be flipping the fuck out, okay? Um, and that also goes into the fact of what the hell? Because as I've been very vocal, I've been raped. It was by a family member. God forbid I did get pregnant, which I didn't by the grace of God. And I was living in this day and time and we just went back 50 years. We're literally 50 years is not that far. Just like how we think about racism is not that far from it being done with the Jim Crow. Given racism is not done. But given that we look at Jim Crow and when Jim Crow ended to where we are now, that's no more than almost like a 50, 60 year span within itself. Like if you consciously think about it, like my mom was born in 1954 when Brown versus Board of Education. <laughs> my mom, if y'all do the math, is in her 60s, late 60s at that. And to think about that, my mom was born at the time when that happened to where she is now in 2022, that's not that much time. When African-Americans were getting, you know, uh, declination letters for being admitted into school was just not that long ago. You see what I'm saying? So when we really think back about this shit, it's not just 50 years we went back. It's 50 years of retroactive pretty much abatement that's been pushed upon us for us to think. And we've been fighting, as Amanda said, we've been fighting this fight, but we never just had to be as intense and, and, and intent about our fight now more than ever. Because Roe v. Wade doesn't just stop at what y'all say feminist women's rights. It's literally a domino effect for a lot more of overturned laws that follow behind it. So it doesn't, it starts with that. But where it's going to end, if we don't educate ourselves quick enough, rather than focusing on some shit that's irrelevant and not understanding our power as minorities on what we bring to this shit, we're doomed, okay? We're fucking doomed. The crazy part about this is, I said this on my close friends in my Instagram. 
that Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown was a distraction to this premeditated bullshit that happened on yesterday. I'm going to tell y'all why. Some of y'all are like, Jess, what do you mean? I mean, that is just disrespect. Y'all know so, uh, Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown is my soror. So I'm not saying it's a malice intent at all. I'm just trying to be logical and not even play devil's advocate, but give you the real shit of what it is. Okay? Which is why I love following Buffy. Um, outside of Amanda, when it comes to a black woman speaking, and you know, Angela, right? A lot of them. Supreme Court Justice Ketanji Brown, did, did y'all not think about the irony of how a black woman took all this time and how much media coverage it was? Because America's gonna do right. America finally has a black woman on the Supreme Court Justice. America's making the right changes and strides. But yet again, you still have two appointed officials on the Supreme Court Justice that were put back on there after by an impeached quote unquote president just for his stuff to be passed and pretty much implemented. When I say we're stepping backwards, people were stepping backwards. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I listen, educate. When I say, when I always say knowledge is power, Step that game up. Real shit, yo. Because I said this, that Supreme Court Kentanji Brown was a distraction. Because she was pretty much put in for a lot of us black folks. Because they know how we advocate for self. We room for anybody that's black. That's what Issa said, right? So we want to see this. We want to see this black woman make the change. But did y'all not think about how they put this black woman on the Supreme Court Justin with majority Republicans, with coons like Clarence Thomas, out here now trying to take away LGBTQ rights. Now, would y'all not think about how far, how long we've been fighting the LGBTQ fight? I mean, Stonewall, the 50 years of Stonewall was just 2019, okay? We're only our 53rd year. Hello? 53 years of fighting for LGBTQ rights, 50 years of Roe v. Wade now overturned, and then y'all trying to take away same-sex marriages? He's trying to take away same-sex marriages? Come on, dog. We just got that right, <laughs> literally, no less than a decade ago. And they're already trying to change shit, okay? Uh, once again, it's the Christian principles being forced onto the United States and the patriarchal society, all because that's what religion says. But half the time, the world doesn't fall about religion. It's pretty much a Christianity, a Christian, a Christian fascist society being developed and warped by the Bible. Yeah, again, we're in pro the month of pride. Pride literally is tomorrow. And we're sitting here trying to go back to the Bible when the whole time when we're trying to say that homosexuality is against the Bible, when the whole time the Bible was created to talk about pedophilia. <laughs> Y'all not ready to talk about this shit? Okay. Which homosexuality was a thought, thought and pre preconceived notion placed as it being associated to the actual pedophilia references in the 1960s. How long ago was the 1960s? No more than almost four decades ago. Are we picking up on what I'm trying to tell y'all? It is a slow progression to silence a voice in a nation where not everybody is of the same religious belief. Jews go no further than the Old Testament. Christians, depending on where you're from, and Baptists, it, it, Baptist, Pentecostal, Catholic, it depends. Catholics don't believe in abortion because they believe in procreation and life. 
You can't force somebody else's preconceived notion on somebody else on telling them how to regulate their body. You might not agree with abortion, but you can agree with the fact that women should have their rights to make the decision on their own bodies. The crazy part about it is like how they said on the social media, the difference between 50 years ago and to now is the fact 50 years ago, there wasn't a social or a social awareness where technology was so advanced where you're able to capture moments when people were risking their lives, doing coat hanger abortions, doing home abortions. And it brings me back so, like I said, Supreme Court Kentonji Brown was a distraction for us to have faith into this judicial system, faith into our American rights and patronage, which we already know from jump, as we said on Juneteenth. Galveston, Texas was the last ones to be freed and allowed to be freedom to have it be celebrated. But in the same token, in that same breath, we're celebrating the fact that we were free when they, when they should have been freedom from jumps. And then now you just don't go from just being a slave to now being a sharecropper. Ooh, whip de doo that's great progress. The B Bill of Rights was never meant for us. The Constitution was never meant for us. That's why we had things like the Three-Fifths Rule implemented. Okay? 14th Amendment. Guns have more laws than fucking women's bodies. Let's not even go a step further than that. Guns have more protection and laws than the LGBTQ community and more than black people in general. The only thing that's black that's probably protected if it ain't black or silver that has some type of, uh, as we could say, pigment to their color is a gun. Smith and Wesson. Okay? Way more rights. Because why? It's racial suicide. Racial suicide? What's that? Well, let me take you back 100 years when Theodore Roosevelt was in office. Theodore Roosevelt in 1902 had a very big stigma about where he was worried about what was going to happen with the economic, quote unquote, growth of the United States. With economic growth came with his biggest stigma, not about the commerce of the money, but more so of its population. Within this population, he was more so concerned about the what we have coming in 2045, the white minority. White minority means that in reality that he was more concerned that white women weren't having enough babies. Let that sink in. White women weren't having enough babies. So in order for the white minority to not go ahead and have this happen, Theodore Roosevelt implemented the fact of racial suicide. What are we repeating itself now almost 120 years later? Racial suicide. Because 2045 consensus makes it real clear and states that it will be white minority. 49.7% will be Caucasian. 24.6% Hispanics. 13.1% African American. 7.9% Asian. And 3.8% multicultural, which is anybody who's of mixed race or ethnicity. Which pretty much goes to, you got the one drop rule. One drop of black and you're a nigger. And I said it with a hard R because that's exactly how they feel. Okay? Because the way they use their microaggressions is pretty much what it is as, as racial statements. And there's that. Then out of that, you have the 0.9% that consider themselves other. Right? As classifications. When you do the math, that's 49.49%. If you round it, 49.5% is minority, right? And has grown from extensions, a sub, uh, has grown astronomically from 2018 to 2020 when they did the consensus by 
in minority minority-related people in the country of the United States. 49.7 and 49.5 ain't too far off, okay? That's damn near half and half, which means that comes with equity and equality and our voice actually being heard and them scared as hell because what they have with their bigotry is not going to go that far. This is a numbers game, people. So the numbers game that they like to play is no longer going to be in their favor. Racial suicide. Same thing Teddy Roosevelt was afraid was going to happen actually will be happening. So instead of doing that, they're jumping ahead of the curve. Hence why Roe v. Wade is being implemented because rich white women ain't going to have no problem being able to go get abortion because they can pay somebody, swindle and swoon whatever way possible to make sure it happens in their favor. Even to the point where like when they have drug addictions, they're able to send their child off to a rehab country club and the world never even know it existed right or wrong but this is more so struggle of implementation for the the minority of those people of color black hispanic asian whatever because or and otherwise because why they don't want to have black women out here trying to get a job and get educated and go to school at the same time they don't want they want since you want to stay at home be at home with your kids and then don't have to have to get no better you don't don't elevate yourself in the process because it's more of a struggle Outside of just not redlining y'all like we did back in the day, we're going to try to redline your opportunities and abilities to be able to enhance yourself further, to be able to create that generational wealth. Because if y'all haven't picked up as of recently, a lot of African-Americans are tapping more into the stock market, which is now creating more generational wealth where it comes into investments, understanding liabilities, equities, depreciations, amortizations when it comes to homes and everything in between. So they're not liking how we're becoming more equitable in the society that they built. They don't like how we're able to adjust and adapt because we're now allowing ourselves to have higher educations. And when I say I always advocate for HBCU, this is particularly why. It was created for us, by us. A place where they're the minority, but we will never get deprived of our culture and what we're, we're actually based here to do. PWI ain't nothing wrong with it. To me, it was just not for me. Post-grad, yeah, because it was cheaper because I was paying for it out of my pocket. But when it comes to cultural experience and understanding who I was as a woman, as a person, and what my founders, my ancestors, and my people fought for, ain't nobody going to give me a better education about me and how to maneuver through this white world better than a fucking black person. And God, and God will, and by God's grace, all my professors were black. Minus one. It's racial suicide. And when you think about that 49.5% to that 49.7%, it only equates to 99.18%, which is 99.2%. Well, what happens to that other 0.81 or that 0.8%? Well, or 0.08%, I should say. Or point, no, 0.8%, 0.81%. What happens to it? Well, if you go ahead or no, 0.82%. What happens to it? Well, guess about, let's think about this very logically. Who was here on this land as their native land where there were indigenous people here before Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492? Who was here? The indigenous people. Who was going to plants from, you know, the, you know, the Chappaqua, the Algonquins, the Cherokees? Who was here? The indigenous people. This is native land. It's sacred land. And I don't know if y'all didn't see, but on Yellowstone, Earth is, is fighting back. Ancestors are taking where they're ripping apart Yellowstone Mountain to be able to have, I think, what was it? Roads are getting ripped apart. You don't treat Mother Nature right, she's not going to treat you right. It was snowing in Mexico. Mexico.
Mexico. Are y'all not understanding that indigenous people, the spiritual realm and gods are coming back to get what was to get back with, with reclaiming my time, reclaiming my land without having to do much. God, <laughs> they spin in the block, baby. They spin in the block. So that 0.82% that's still left over at that 99.18%, yeah, that's the indigenous people. That's the people whose land was stolen, robbed, ridden of diseased, and pretty much taken from what was rightfully theirs. Where they took care of the land and allowed the land to take care of them. So there go that 100%. So in reality, if you think about it, 49.7 plus that uh, 49.7, because this is, and I had to think about it. So I'm like, well, they still got 49.7%. But if you think about that 49.5 plus that 0.82, that gives us that 50.3%. Well, there goes the minority. There goes the minority. 50.3 is definitely higher than 49.7%. Crazy how that little bit of percentage can go ahead and rattle and get the girls ready to go ahead and cause havoc. So Roe v. Raid is bigger. And if all you're seeing is women's rights, open your mind. Open your mind. It's bigger than that. It's bigger than that. It's the fact of now you have to think about who's about to provide for these babies. Healthcare, when you could barely get it pretty much as this. Government assistance is barely what it is because, you know, as they were doing back in the day, they're not giving women no type of government assistance unless they're pretty much in a single household to allow you to go ahead and have subsidized housing. That's, if the man's not in the house. Think about more the incarceration rate where the, where the you know prison line pipeline is from the school system to the prison system where they're making money off of our off our minorities backs when it comes to Hispanics and Latinos. Thinking about the reservations that our indigenous people are on where they're confined to be in a specific part of land whole time not realizing that this all was theirs from in general, but they want to place casinos and try to have some type of equity and take away from Mother Nature. Like is she not gonna fight back? The dead already majority of society where you have the median of almost 155K in, in a household, a two-parent household for whites differs in the same for blacks. So instead of for me, and I've always said this to myself, people are like, well, why don't you always change your license when you go to different states or move to different states? Because something tells me, lo and behold, I'm going back to New York and that's where my origins, where I started is where I'm going to finish. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Because that family heirloom that my grandmother and grandfather paid $42,000 for back in the 1960s for a home when they were actually able to purchase a home out of blood, sweat, and tears with minimal education and serving for the United States, uh, United States uh, military is now worth damn near almost three quarters million, uh, three quarters of a million dollars, pretty much over like $552,000 in, in, in equity. And mind you, my mom's been renovating that house since 2014. So what Buffy said was, stop trying to get out and buy houses to put ourselves in equitable debt because the interest that you're paying on this house or whatever you're doing ain't really much worth when we over here flexing for dollars when you're doing whatever. As opposed to going back to grandma's house, keeping that heirloom, not just one for a family heirloom, two for generational wealth because they're not going to give us out the loans and whatever is necessary to be able to do and was deemed. But three, because that's better left off because that's probably paid off before you go ahead and put yourself in more debt. So why put myself in more debt when there's a three-bedroom house sitting 
waiting for me right there in New York that my grandmother and grandmother, my grandfather and grandmother put their blood, sweat and tears in that I was raised in, that my mother, and my aunt was raised in and pretty much was left for us to be able to upkeep. Yeah, I'm going back home. And I'm going to take that family heirloom and before anything, I'm going to rent it out before I go ahead and sell it to any damn body. Because I would live there before I let somebody else go ahead and take it over. Because why? It's called fiscal responsibility. Fiscal li financial literacy. Why would I go out and purchase a damn five, dollars $600,000 home when I got one that's already worth it? And on top of that, already got it's already paid off. All I got to do is pay is taxes. Yearly taxes. Which is probably damn near what? Eight months worth of rent? I can save that up and then come tax time, dish it out. We got to be smarter. 50.3% by 2045 guaranteed. We taking over. So why not start 23 years ahead for what's to come? But because a lot of people are so, I'm not going to vote. I'm not going to do whatever. But y'all got so much commentary. Y'all better revolutionize then. So where you at in the movements? Because the some of us that are out here taking our exercise to right to vote, that's been trying to be ripped and deprived of us that literally our ancestors took the time to go ahead and fight for. Your ignorant ass one, go ahead and not vote. And like that doesn't go ahead and go against it and pretty much pushes a vote pose, pose opposite. It makes no fucking sense. So you better revolutionize since y'all got so much thought process and opportunity to think so extravagantly to think shit just going to change on its own while y'all sitting on your ass complaining and saying how much the system don't work. But what the hell are you doing to fix the system? I will never forget a different world when Freddie Brooks, when uh, Lena called her out. Yeah, I know Freddie Brooks is uh, Cree Summer and Jada Pinkett Smith, which is uh, Lena. And she said, oh, uh, you know... Freddie, you're definitely then switched on us. You went ahead and you you were part of the system. I don't know if I can trust you pretty much in but so many words. And she said, oh, you are so wrong, my little uh, little sister. I'm the one that's trying to be a part of the system so I can get in the system to change the system so that you have a future as well as your kids have a future. So maybe I'm your biggest weapon, little sister, and you better act like you know about it. Stop just talking about it and be about it. Educate. Spread the word because like I'm doing now on this podcast, sometimes it takes a little bit more outside of just reading because people don't understand where you can actually just break it down and use the gift that's been given to you to educate your people so that they understand what they actually are revolutionizing about, what actually what the radical movement is about. It's a race, racial suicide. So Roe v. Wade is what a domino effect is. Where, as the saying, where Reaganomics and the trickle down theory, where the rich, whatever they make in taxes goes down to the poor, we still have yet to see that fucking happen with Reaganomics. And here we are. Educate my people. Wake up. It's bigger than what you think it is.